Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 26. Stimulate the economy like a minimalist and 11 signs you might be broke. Both by Joshua Fields Milburn and Ryan Nicodemus of theminimalists.com. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Finance Daily, the podcast that brings you the best content in personal finance five days a week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Dan Warren. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Optimal Finance Daily, the podcast where I read to you from some of the best personal finance blogs anywhere. And today I have a post from Joshua Fields Milburn and Ryan Nicodemus of TheMinimalists.com. We've heard from them before. Today they're talking about stimulating the economy like a minimalist, and they're going to share 11 signs you might be broke. If you have any topic requests for us, come visit oldpodcast.com and please share those with us. Hope your week is off to a good start. I know mine is because today is Major League Baseball's opening day Monday. There were a couple games yesterday, but today is official opening day. And if you're a huge baseball fan like I am, I know you are having a great day no matter what the weather is, no matter what you've got going on at work. Opening day, always like Christmas Day to me. So for all my fellow baseball fans, happy opening day. And before we get to our content today, just a couple of housekeeping items. As you probably noticed, uh, we don't have ads here on the podcast. I'm not reading any ads to you, which uh, is good for you, but it means that this podcast doesn't make any money, which is not so good for us or for you if you'd like to see the podcast continue. So if you want to support what we're doing here for free and even have a chance to win a book every month by these very minimalists, come join our weekly newsletter. You can text the word financial to 44222 or visit oldpodcast.com. You can also sign up there. And the sooner you join, the better odds you'll have at winning. So definitely swing by and sign up today. And with that, let's start optimizing your life. Stimulate the Economy Like a Minimalist by Joshua Fields Milburn and Ryan Nicodemus of theminimalists.com. If everyone immediately stopped spending their money, our economy would crash. This goes without saying. Consequently, one of the biggest supposed arguments many people have against minimalism is that if everyone became a minimalist, then we'd all be doomed. The financial system as it stands today would collapse, and no longer would we have the wealth necessary to purchase cheap plastic from Walmart. There are several problems with this point of view, some obvious, some a bit more abstruse. 
First, no informed person would argue that we should stop spending money or that we must stop consuming. Consumption is not the problem. Consumerism is the problem. Consumerism is compulsory, vapid, pernicious, impulsive, unfocused, misguided. Worst of all, it is seductive. Consumerism's shiny facade promises more than it can possibly deliver because love, happiness, contentment, and satisfaction are all internal feelings that cannot be commodified. And the truth is that once our basic needs are met, the acquisition of trinkets does little for our lifelong well-being. Using consumerism to stimulate the economy is like fixing a cracked mirror with a hammer. It only worsens the problem. Yes, trade is an important part of any society. Circumventing consumerism, however, doesn't imply that minimalists sidestep commerce. Rather, minimalism is predicated on intentionality, which means we spend our money more deliberately. Minimalists invest in experiences over possessions. Travel, indie concerts, vacations, community theater, etc. We can all spend money without acquiring new material things. Minimalists buy new possessions carefully. To do so, we must ask better questions like, will this thing add value to my life? Minimalists support local businesses. Local indie shops tend to be less motivated by profit. Sure, they need to make money to keep the lights on, and there's nothing wrong with that, but earning a buck usually isn't the primary concern of the local bookstore, restaurateur, or bike shop. They are in business because they are passionate about their product or service, and they want to share that passion with their patrons. Passion begets greater quality and better service, which makes the money they earn well-deserved. Ultimately, minimalists aren't interested in stimulating the economy. Stimulation is ephemeral. We'd rather improve our economy's long-term health by making better individual decisions about consumption, getting involved in our community, and supporting local businesses who care. If more people do this, we'll build a stronger economy, one that's predicated on personal responsibility and community interaction, not a false sense of urgency and the mindless stockpiling of junk we never needed in the first place. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear, upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there. And keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable. For a lot of people, it can be stressful and confusing to manage their finances. Even I used to feel this way when using different finance apps. But then I tried Monarch Money and everything got so much easier. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. 
That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash O-F-D for your extended 30-day free trial. 11 Signs You Might Be Broke, also by Joshua Fields Milburn and Ryan Nicodemus of TheMinimalists.com. You might be broke if, one, you're living paycheck to paycheck. If you're spending every dollar you take home, you are, by definition, broke. More than 75% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck with little to no savings, which means that right off the bat, at least three quarters of us are impecunious. Two, you have credit card debt. There's no such thing as good debt. The debtor is always slave to the lender. Three, you have student loan debt. Read our lips. There's no such thing as good debt. debt. Four, you have a monthly car payment. Five, your income dictates your lifestyle. It should be the other way around. We should work enough to earn money to live, not live to earn enough money to buy shit we don't need. Until he breaks free from consumerism, the hoarder is slave to his hoard. Six, you aren't saving for the future. We know, we know, you'll start saving tomorrow. But of course, tomorrow never comes because tomorrow will be today tomorrow and tomorrow's tomorrow will never be today. Ergo, begin today. Your life literally depends on it. See five difficult steps toward financial freedom. Seven, you're not healthy. Unhealthy equals depression. Yes, if you're unhealthy, statistics show that you're likely depressed. If you can't enjoy life, no matter how wealthy you are, then you're broke in a different way. You're broken. The richest man in the graveyard might have the most lavish tombstone, but he's still dead. Eight, your relationships are suffering. Too often we forsake the most important people in our lives in search of money or ephemeral pleasures. We believe that our loved ones will always be around or that they'll understand, but when you're careless with something for long enough, it breaks. Nine, you argue over money. Troubled relationships tend to end for one of two reasons. Arguments over money or arguments over sex or both. Even if the relationship doesn't end, it is difficult to grow if y'all are constantly bickering about finances. P.S. If you're arguing over sex or lack thereof, then something's broken. 10. You're not growing. It doesn't matter how much cash you earn. If you're not growing, you're dying. We feel most alive when we cultivate a passion, drudge through the drudgery, and live our lives with purpose, autonomy, and mastery. 11. You don't contribute as much as you'd like. Your worth isn't determined by your net worth. Real worth comes from contributing beyond yourself in a meaningful way. It was MLK who said, Life's most persistent and urgent question is, what are you doing for others? Giving is living, and it's much easier to give when you're no longer worried about money. Being broke is okay. Being broke without a plan to break the cycle is not. You see, given the above criteria, We've all been broke at some point in our lives. Everyone has been broke or broken. True, we all need money to live, but you are not the contents of your wallet. What's more important than income is how we spend the resources we have. We personally know broke people who make six or even seven figures a year. We also know families who live on $25,000 per year but aren't broke at all because they live within their means. They live deliberately. Real wealth, security, and contentment come not from the trinkets we amass, but from how we spend the one life we've been given. 
You just listened to the posts titled Stimulate the Economy Like a Minimalist and 11 Signs You Might Be Broke, both by Joshua Fields Milburn and Ryan Nicodemus of TheMinimalists.com. If you'd like to comment on today's posts or if you have any comments about the author, anything really that stood out to you about uh, today's podcast, please come and share those thoughts with us at OLDpodcast.com. And don't forget, you are automatically entered into a drawing to win Minimalism, Live a Meaningful Life by The Minimalists if you become part of the Optimal Finance Daily Family, which we very much would love for you to do. So to join and get our free weekly newsletter, just text the word FINANCIAL to 44222 or visit and sign up at oldpodcast.com. And that is it for episode 26. I'll see you all tomorrow with another post from Ramit Sethi. This has been Optimal Finance Daily, where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from amazing bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Finance Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.